Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Cop Eye Podcast. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Cop Eye Podcast. It is Mick and Christian once again. We are back. We are back virtually over over StreamYard once again after the um, after the pub uh, show, which which was a good one. Uh, yeah, to do the two lose preview and yeah, just discuss a few of the bits that's been happening uh, for the Reds over the last couple of days. Um, yeah, before we get into it, Christian, how are you feeling now? You you're back and you've not had a pint for for two days. <laughs> are you feeling alright? <laughs> Yeah, I'm all right, but I, I I miss Liverpool straight away. To be honest, mate, that's just the way it is. But you have to live with it when you're not from there, and just uh, enjoy it when you're over. And then when you come back, you you obviously need to understand that you can save a bit of money for next trip. <laughs> so that's the way it goes, I guess. Well, that's what, yeah, because I think you posted something about where you live, and then you were like, "Oh, you should come over." And I was like, "Well, you should just be saving for your next trip, or just save." Save for a little flat next to the ground and just just stay there. <laughs> next to the ground, yeah. yeah. I, I wish. Uh, yeah, it would be great though to in, you know invest in some kind of place to stay in Liverpool together with other people. I've already had that in mind with and discussions with other people, but you know, um, there's something that probably might come in the future. We'll see. It's nothing like too serious, but there's been discussions, so you know, there's something that could happen when I'm a little bit older and the kids maybe a little bit older as well. We'll see, but it would be nice. Definitely would be. Um, yeah, it was a it was a good trip. Very expensive, of course, especially after after the win against Everton, where, where it didn't seem like it was gonna go that way up until what was it the seventy fifth minute where we got the goal. It was kind of feeling like a bit of a. It might be one of them days where we don't we don't score, and of course when you do win, 
then you of course the elation and whatever and you want to get back on the pints and whatever but it was a long day when you start starting that early half 12 kickoffs are bit of a killer if you want to stay out all day but we ended up going around town a few different pubs we ended up bumping into john achterberg in, in town and had a little chat with him at the at the bar about the game and stuff and um i won't mention what he called jordan pickford but it was, it was hilarious um yeah it, it was just a, it was it was a, it was a, i mean even when you're coming over and i'm obviously in town all the time anyway like but when you come over it's always a always have a good time and of course your brother came over as well so he got to see the sites and, and the pubs as well that he hasn't been to see for a couple of years. So it was a, I mean, that's, that's why I was saying you need to just get over, you need to get over more often, lads, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I try to win the lottery and I, I, I'm sure I'll be coming over like every second weekend. But uh, yeah, it was nice. You know, we, you know, people know this already, but we started off early on a Friday morning flying out to Liverpool straight away and it was pissing down. You know, it was still a little bit of the of the storm left over north of England. So it was pissing down, you know, from when we arrived uh, at the hotel and checked in. And because of that, we just felt like, let's just go to the closest, you know, uh, nearest pub around the corner, which wasn't was one of the Weatherspoons, so we just popped in there with the two Swedish friends that we kind of we just know them over Twitter uh, or I do but we sat down with them and you know we just started having pints straight away and that was like I don't know maybe you know half past ten in the morning on the on the Friday and just kept on going and we you know we met up with you and with uh, uh, another f- two friends that we have in Liverpool that are Swedish studying there. So, you know, it it was nice to just actually show my brother around again because he hasn't been over, like I said, for a couple of years and for him to meet you and the others. And it just turns into, you know, great day and night because you just enjoy yourself. You're having a few pints. You go to different places. You feel the vibe of the city and all that. So that was a great day. And obviously with the derby kicking off early, like you said as well, the, the pub we went to, obviously, around Anfield open uh, a little bit earlier than they are you, you, normally. So I think we were there just after nine uh, in the morning. And from there, obviously, that's a long day as well. But it is it is where it is when it, it's early kickoffs. But, you know, from, from the game, like you said, going into town after, it was rammed everywhere. So we obviously took ourselves to different places where we, you know, uh, eventually went into the hole in your wall and that's where we met John as well like you mentioned and it was a little bit calmer so you can actually sit down and talk a little bit more and stuff like that so it's just two days where I enjoy myself my brother enjoyed himself I know that because he said you know after the trip that he had a great time and on the Sunday I did a pub crawl with my brother and the two Swedish lads that we shared a taxi with on the Friday into town because uh, we, we decided that they're in the taxi like if they wanted to join us we can have a little bit of a pub crawl and uh, we went into uh, your crack uh, Pete Cana, uh, Cavana and uh, the grapes I think it's called just around around the same area uh, just outside the city center and I've never been there before but you know for people uh, I think, you know, listening to this, coming from Liverpool, they know what I'm talking about. But if there's someone not from Liverpool, you know, sometimes flying into uh, to Liverpool f- to see games, I would recommend that, to go there and actually, you know, have a have a look and go into them and have a pint because they're really nice. And they're, they're, the area around is very cool as well. It's just experience. It's just very close to the cathedral and all that. So uh, th- uh, three more new pubs that I now would like to, you know, put on my favourite list. So there's loads of pubs next time I come over, lad. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's whether you fan it's the it's that whether you fancy the rain. If the rain's not there, then you then you're all right. Of course, on the yeah. Sunday. It was, Sunday it was, Sunday was brilliant. It was so. better weather, so you, yeah. you it's it's easier. But I think on the Saturday it was just a 
I mean, both days were just horrific for rain. So if you can st- weather the storm and you can fancy traveling out, there's plenty of decent pubs that you can go to, like even 10, 15 minute walk from the city center. Um, yeah, so let, let's get stuck into let's get stuck into the game a little bit then, because Toulouse at home, another game at Anfield, of course, we beat Everton. We've then got Toulouse tomorrow. Then we've got Forest on Sunday. So another one that this one's uh, at home, of course, in the Europa League. We need to be beating Toulouse. They're they're on four points. We're just ahead on six. So if we do win this, we'll be five points um, five points clear. And of course, then if it's if Union. Um, if you are uh, I'm not going to call them Union. I'm just going to call them USG. <laughs> USG beat last, then they they can maybe go into second if they've got they get a good scoreline. So we'll have a five point gap going into into the fourth game of the of the group, which is which is great because of, of course with the other games coming up, if we can get this group stage kind of sewn sewn up quite quite soon, then we can maybe play a few more of the younger lads towards the last couple of games, which is always good to blood those those type of players like the likes of Scanlon and other chambers maybe in those games towards the end. Um, but how, how are you feeling going into this one then? Because of course the international break, we of course get the early kickoff and whatever, and then now there's this one back at Anfield again, um, eight o'clock kickoff. So what, what, how are you feeling going into this one in terms of like lineup and that potentially? Well, I'm thinking, you know, uh, I haven't read in too much about Toulouse. I just know they haven't had the best form. There was something I just saw, you know, randomly coming. I think like my tweet, Twitter feed or something, just mentioning something about their form hasn't been that great. And I'm just thinking, you know, we should rotate a little bit as well because we play on uh, on the Sunday. And even if we play at home, it's, you know, it's Premier League now in the run that we have that is most important because, like I said, we we still have a very, very great opportunity to go through go through from the group. And I think we will. Uh, but I think it's time to rotate. The, and I think we will be, uh, you know, in a big advantage against Toulouse uh, anyway because the quality that we have. So I'm, 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 I'm quite looking forward to this game in another sense then I, w- I was obviously looking forward to the dog because I was there but it's more like that's more of a you know emotional thing because it's a derby and you know you just want to win against Everton it doesn't matter how you win you just want to have the three points and it's obviously in the Premier League so for me now it's more like I don't of course I want to win but I'm not as you know um, invested in this game emotionally I'm more like okay it's another uh Group game in the Europa League. Let's do the job. Rotate the players. Save some for Sunday because Sunday is the most important thing for me. So I'm just hopefully think that we we, we go and get the three points against Toulouse anyway. Uh, but use some other players just to make sure that we don't pick up any stupid injuries or things like that. Yeah, because just on the, what we played in the Everton games, it was Allison in goal. We had Trent Canate, Van Dijk, and Simakas who came in for, of course, the injured Robbo. And then we had Zobislav McAllister, Graven Birch. Salah, Jota, Diaz. So, I mean, if Keller has fit, hopefully he can come in for this one. The likes of Kwanzaa can come in. Um, Maybe Gravenberg starts again after this impressive performance. Maybe he gets another go. Uh, Nunes played, what, the last half? So maybe maybe he starts. Um, I don't know. We haven't had any updates on Ben Doak. So there's there's loads of players that can potentially... um, I mean, there's a Bacetiches. I don't know where where they, where they are in terms of recovery and whatever. Still don't know about Thiago. Um, of course, Thiago still hasn't been back yet. And there's people saying like, is is the is the um, the new stand going to get, get done before Thiago comes back? That that's <laughs> that's how long it's taken for Thiago. But there's 
there's plenty of options either, even regardless of those type of players that can come in and the likes of Quanser who's come in and, and done really well um, since he's just been thrown straight into the, the first team. But the quality that he's got is, is clear to see. So hopefully he gets another go as well. Yeah, I think, you know, he will play. I'm quite um, sure about that. And, you know, how we look at the left back, depending on how we set up and stuff like that. But I don't think Timikas had his best game against Everton. And I think he's been having troubles, the, you know, the last couple of games when he has played. He hasn't been as good as he was when he came. And I think that's a weak link for us because of the left back situation now with Robson out for so, for so long. Uh, I wouldn't mind actually playing Joe Gomez to left because he's played there before. I remember when he came to Liverpool, he was playing there a little bit and he's he's quite all right to do that. And especially when we go forward and we go like three at the back, he's he's one of the players who can actually do that, I think, quite well. But something says they might, you know, Simicus might be starting again just to actually maybe play him in form because obviously he was substituted against Everton. Um, but then to keep playing him, to keep giving him the belief might help him as well, especially in the Europa League where the opponent might not be as as good or have the same quality. So we'll see about that. But then, yeah, Kwanzaa, maybe Martip, uh, you know, uh, maybe, you, you know, Trent will start or whatever. I don't know, because having the creativity to use him. Uh, midfield, uh, Endo, Gravenberch, maybe Elliot. I don't know, because Elliot was obviously substituted on, on in the derby, so he didn't play the whole game. Something like that. And, uh, you know, uh, if Gakbo feels that, you know, he's fit and ready to have an impact, he can play a little bit as well, just to make sure that we don't overuse Darwin or him. You know, so there's a bit of a rotation there. And with Ben Doak not obviously having any new information, we'll see what happens, you know, press conference and stuff. But, you know, if he's actually, you know, available, I would like him to play. But we know also know what kind of impact Salah can have, have on, on us, you know, playing and the, the points he can, he can get. So, it's just very interesting to see that we got the players to be able to rotate and actually give players a chance to prove themselves and play in form and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm looking forward to be a little bit surprised as well. Yeah, I think with Gomez, I think it maybe goes right back. And then you've got, of course, Keller was on the bench against Everton, so hopefully he's fit. So you'll go and go Gomez, right back, Matip and Kwanzaa. And then you could even throw, if you fancied, throwing Scanlon left back. He's a... He's a He's a left back that could come in. He was on the bench against Everton. He's a young kid, so we could. Yeah. I mean, it might be a, maybe a step too far, but he's involved in the first team squad. He's been on the bench and stuff, so maybe throw him in, see how he does in a, in a game at home where you you've got the fans behind you and stuff. And then, like you said, Elliot Endo, Graven Birch. There's Gakpo. Hopefully, comes back. So there's. I mean, like, like you like you mentioned as well, like the Forest game, is is another big one that we need to keep and maintain the run that that we're on in terms of. Um, obviously the Premier League because we're, we're three points behind the leaders Spurs, which that that just sounds mad to me. The, the Spurs, are, Spurs are top of the league by two points, but like we've like we've we've kept saying, we're to be in and around where we are at the minute in the league. That and we need to just keep just keep pushing on with that, and of course to have the the ability to have players that can come in the likes of Endo, very experienced, and and can come in and kind of be a, a, a leader in the midfield with with maybe some of the younger lads. So there's. There's plenty of options, isn't there? I think that that's the that's the exciting part, and and these type of games that it's never ideal Europa League, and that's the, that's the downfall really. Of course, we want to be in the Champions League, and it's, but it's doubly because like the Thursday and Sunday things a bit does piss it off a little bit, but yeah, <laughs> not never playing on never playing on Saturdays as much as it, is, it does does do your head in a little bit. But um, there's plenty of options, and like I said, being at home is 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 a massive. A massive boost, especially with the players that can hopefully come back in. The likes of Gakpo would be would be lovely if he could come back in and 
just maybe even if he just plays 45 or um, 60 or whatever, or come even if he comes off the bench and plays 30, then plenty of plenty of good stuff hopefully can can happen tomorrow and get and get that uh, five point gap at the at the top of the um, top of the uh, table. Um, so what are you, what are you thinking then in terms of? The dreaded score prediction. We're gonna. There's, there's a special birthday for Dominic Zobislaw, which we'll leave to the end. But we'll we'll do we'll do score prediction for um for Toulouse. What are you thinking, lad? Oh, I'll ha- I had three and nil against Everton. So I go three and nil against Toulouse then, just because I, you know, I, I feel that obviously, with thinking that they are not the best team or in the best form at the moment, as it looked like. I'm thinking, you know, even if we rotate, there's hungry players there, there's quality players, and it's at home. So I fancy us to score a few. So 3-0 sounds about right in, in my mind. Yeah, I'll go... I don't want to copy it. I'll go... I'll go... I'll go 3-1. I'll go 3-1. I don't... I, I mean, I, like you, I don't know loads about Toulouse, but like, like you said, I know about their form recently and stuff, and... Of course, us being at home, we're massive favourites and whatever. But yeah, just to, just to be different, I go, I go, I go three one. This doesn't matter anyway. The score predictions, all that matters in the is in the Premier League predictions, of course, in the WhatsApp group, which I got two nil. I got two nil, lad, last last week. So I got, oh yeah, yeah, I got the um, I got, I got the three <laughs> points, which is even was even better. That's all I wanted for my birthday, and I got it, which is boss. Um, yeah, so hopefully we can we can go there and, and put down a good a good marker and like I said get those points and then have a bit of a a bit of a gap between us and second I think that's that's key especially going into the other games and a couple of maybe tricky away games that we need to navigate as well so the more the, the more gap we've got the more um bit of error we can potentially make in those games even if we draw one of them it won't be the end of the world considering who we might be starting in those games um but yeah the likes of Salah you imagine will be on the bench because he if if we need them, we can come off and, and do stuff. So there's there's always it's always a nice blend of I find the way the way the squad is at the minute it's always a nice blend of like first teamers and then youngsters. So and yeah, then would you, like, he does like to surprise us as well, doesn't he? Yeah, would would you if 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 we get the information about Bandok not being available because we really haven't heard anything, uh, would you play Salad under the right, you know, F from start and then, you know, get something so. changed with him after, you know, maybe first half or sixty minutes, depending on what the score line is and stuff like that. Would yeah. you start him? I think so. I think so. I feel like it's at this stage not on really I mean the Everton game was one of his worst in terms of Yeah. He still scored two goals, but in terms of overall play and passing and his general influence on the game wasn't the same as it usually is. But what you can't question is his ability just to play every game because he's just a yeah. he's just a he's just a machine. So I I kind of expect him to to start this one because, of course, Ben Ben Doak went on the bench and has been, I think he got injured for, for Scotland under twenty one, so we don't know where he is with that. But hopefully, even if Doak's on the bench and Salah plays again sixty, you know, and you bring Doak on for the last thirty, or if Doak's fit and you do it vice versa, I think either way, kind of is is still decent, isn't it? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I think it's just natural to start Salah if this not if if Bandok is not available, it just feels natural to start him instead of trying to you know experiment with someone else that maybe not too used to the position. I know that we you know Elliot could go up there, we can switch sides on you know maybe you know this Jota and Diaz who can you know there's this this uh, options to do that, but it just feels natural if if there's no Bandok, then Salah goes in for a start, and then depending on how he has an impact on the game, where hopefully you know he 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 provides points in some way, we have a lead, then we can take him off, and anyone can actually go up in that position then because then we got the lead and we can might play in a different way. But it just feels natural, like you said, because his availability all the time. That if there's no, no one else, Mosala would start because he works. You know, it works for him, and he's always available and he loves to score goals and you know uh continues record-breaking you know <laughs> road to i don't know legend le- legend status that he's already having but you know i think you know he's he's one of them players who wants to play every game even though he's probably under you know he's he understands that sometimes we need to rest as well because there's bigger and more important games coming up but he's one of them who just want to start and play every game because he can so yeah and like i mentioned in the uh, everton uh, reaction show like about them only being six goals off 200 so he'll be seeing this game his eyes will be lit up going i can maybe get another two towards that 200 and, and get to the 200 mark because of course i always wondered like in the past like a salad like consciously knowing and like thinking about these records and as we've seen over the years and as Klopp always mentions he always is like he's always checking he's always like when people say to him after a match oh you you've scored this many goals he he looks and smiles like I know I've been I've got that on my wall mate I've been not I've been marking that off for (laughs) for weeks take them off yeah yeah so another game where he can potentially get towards towards that big 200 mark which just is is crazy the more you think about it like he's he's six goals off 200 goals for Liverpool which is yeah I mean we we, we use the word machine we use the word the word <laughs> words world class plenty of other words that we use to describe Mo Salah but yeah he's he's Mahin. Mahin, yeah yeah, if, yeah that, <laughs> I've been of course Christian and his brother have been over teaching me Swedish Swedish and I can't even say Swedish yeah Mahin is is machine in Swedish and that, that's <laughs> Like we were laughing about, that's one of like several that I know now, but they're all very. I mean, I wouldn't last two seconds if it was if sweet if Swedish people didn't speak English very well. And I was over in Sweden, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have a clue. Um, but yeah, we haven't mentioned Zobersteig because, of course, this will hopefully be a game that he doesn't play in because he is one that works his ass off every game, like even the Everton game where um, we go down and score. He's absolutely running as fast as he can like I didn't even realize when we were in the ground watching it but when you watch the watch the Salah goal back the second one he just makes a long bust and run from from the McAllister ball like and the the speed and the pace that he's got and he kind of slows himself down to not block the pass to Salah and that's kind of the man that he is and how hard he works and how how key that he is for us and today is his 23rd birthday I said it was a special one before I guess not special but he's a special man so it's every every <laughs> birthday for Zabasla is a special one but it's mad that he's only he's only 23 today and even he's only played 12 games for us so far the fact that he's like he's so 
key now. He's so instrumental in what Liverpool are trying to do in terms of that press and quality on the ball and obviously the goal, the goals, the goal against Leicester is just hopefully we can see loads more of them. But yeah, 23, it's mad, isn't it? Like he's still hopefully got like 10 plus years left of the club and it's that's that's an exciting thing, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, obviously he's young and he looks young, but he's also look older, but in, in a mature way, you know what I mean? Like, you know, with his like, what do you call it? Like beards, what do you call it? Like, and he looks like the way he, presents himself in interviewing stuff. He doesn't look like a 23-year-old. You know what I mean? He looks a little bit older, like he's been um, playing football longer. He just have this maturity and aura around it. But yeah, he's, he's a great player. And, you know, I still can't believe that we got him like, you know, a bargain. And actually, you know, we come into us, playing for us, and, you know, so quickly just adapt to the way we want to play, have an impact straight away in the way we play and, you know, find himself being one of the star men. So, you know, it's like like you said, um, that run against Everton is, you know, the perfect example of what kind of player he is. That he, you know, even in the that late minute of the game, um, he just runs because he knows that he wants to make himself available as an option. He wants to put pressure on the position because if it was only Darwin and Salah running, there would be them two that go for goal, and that's where the defenders would focus on. But now there's another man coming straight power going, you know, like you said, he slowed himself down to not block the pass, but he's still asking questions to the Everton players, like, what the fuck, where, where you know, even though obviously going and aiming for Darwin Nunes and Salah because they are uh, the most forward players at, at, in that situation, he's still there to just make sure that they can't relax because if if you block them, I will make myself available for to, to go for a finish from, from where he is, so even go around Darwin. I just love that he thinks like that because it means that, you know, we, we're going to make sure we win this and get the three point because obviously that's the two nil um goal that makes sure that we go and win the derby but without that goal there's always a you know a risk that we might just you know uh, concede a shitty goal that makes it you know a draw and that's it so he wants to make sure that when we get to get off at that pace that darwin comes with i'm gonna go with them to make sure that we not uh, lose this opportunity to win this derby and i love that way of him thinking acting you know playing so you know it, i know we got obviously uh, Van Dijk is captain and Trent is vi- vice vac- uh, captain and he's also, you know, very young. But, you know, Dominic Sobosly for me is the perfect captain in one way. He just feels like a captain. Well, I mean, once Verge sadly retires, then it, there's a, I mean, Trent will then become captain. Then there's a, a very early shout for Zobislav to be vice captain because of, uh, and because of the kind of relationship that they've got. They're clearly very good friends off the pitch. It's sort of funny video the other day on Twitter and it was like um it was like Zobosly and Trent like just messing about in the changing room and it was like the caption was like Robertson's in the corner like screaming that that used to be us and then it like kind of pans to Robbo and Robbo's just tying his laces and not even looking at them. I was just like what's going on here? It's totally busy yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, yeah he's yeah it's mad to think that he's Oh friends <laughs> yeah friends yeah. <laughs> yeah it's mad it's mad how much he's just came in and like no one kind of knew much about him, and of course we knew the quality in terms of like just how good he can strike a ball. But even like when I spoke to Adam Bogdan, he couldn't believe how how fit he was in terms of energy and running around. But he's kind of just got on board with like how Liverpool do stuff, and to do it to do it so quickly in at such a young age, like twenty two now, twenty three, it just kind of shows like how. I mean, I saw like a clip about him talking about his dad and how. 
he helped him be the player that he is now and he'd take him to training and he'd be very hard on him and he'd pl- play him against like the older lads to make sure that he was getting bet- higher quality at a younger age so he'd progress quicker and all that stuff. And I think that's kind of, you can see the end product in the end because like you said, he plays at a he plays at a higher level than what his age suggests. Like there's, there's at that age, you, you can make a few mistakes and no one can really, we can have a go at you, but it's, it's to be expected uh, at that age. But he's kind of now, if he makes a mistake and he has made a few guess a few passes here and there, he'd always run his arse off and try and atone for it. But more often than yeah. not, his, his his passing range and his ability to get on the ball and just be a cool head. When even when players are there's players opposition players surrounding him, he's just he's just very cool and calm and he's just got so many so many good qualities that it it, it he has came in and you're like who's this what's this player going to be how is he going to fit in and then all of a sudden within a couple of games you can see it straight away and it's it's, it's mad how liverpool always do that it's 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 mad but good yeah and it just says it all about you know the 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 people being responsible for the scouting as well you know they they know the players they know who's out there it's just a, a question of who would fit in best in terms of how we want to play how to you know represent the liverpool like liverpool football club as a player we know I mentioned that before. We know Klopp have refer like a reference back to in interviews that like when we look at players, we know they can play football, but it's very important how they are as a person and all that kind of stuff. And looking at Sobosai, he seems to be you know only twenty three, but he's he's very much a man in my world. You know what I mean? Like he's very down to earth. He's a little bit. You know, he's a captain and he can have a little, you know, a cheeky smile and a little bit of a joke in him as well. But it feels very serious and genuine and all that. So. You know, to to get him for that price, and even though you know I've I've seen him before, and I thought like he's a, a very interesting player, but I didn't know that he had this quality straight away in him to adapt to the Premier League. Like if you come from the Bundesliga, from a from a team, even if they were good, to actually take those steps and become better and better takes maybe even a season for some players. Just you know, get into it, and then you'd see over the summer, like the next summer of after they've been here for a year, you can see oh okay they developed like we've seen Darwin have developed. You know, the first. Season season and then over the summer we can see okay he's getting better and better but Dominic Soberstar just like it was just like oh fuck this I'm gonna get that straight away and just jumped straight up to that level so it's great to see you know and with the midfield like we said we have McAllister, Soberstar, Graven Birch and Elliot Curtis Jones you know it's it is very interesting for a new midfield if you like that you know we got such great quality players in terms of everything very all around they are very good when it comes to their technique to their creativity physique and everything so yeah you know it's just a great future for our midfield in you know i, I would say into you know if you look back to, on, on what we had and how we made that change over the summer and what we got now and how it actually works so maybe you know for the future that we need a proper number six someone who's really really good in that position but as it looks now i'm not concerned i just think it's very very exciting yeah again like we said it's the credit that Klopp deserves for kind of getting rid of players and maybe all, all the players in the midfield leaving and bringing in the likes of Zabastai 23, McAllister 24, 25, end of the year, and Gavin Birch, Curtis Jones kicking on and hopefully he can come back and after this, after this ban and kind of fit back in. But Gavin Birch has then come in a little bit against Everton and showed how good he can be, even if one or the other aren't available. They can both fit in and do a, a very good job at a high quality level. So there's a, yeah, there's plenty of bit to be excited about. And Zobislai is the 
kind of like the main one that I just look at and think he is just a he's just a star. He, he really is, and I think under Klopp as well. Like I think these like players like like I always think of like Jaden Sancho went to United, and you think very good player, but if he, he goes to a club that's not right for him and the right on the wrong manager, then it can go wrong. It can easily go wrong. I just feel like any player that we can when you see them go and the very good players and doesn't work out, you always wonder. Like if you would have came to us, how, like how different would it have been for you? Because I always feel like on the clock, the the percentage of it for, for it to go right is just so high. Because if you if you get on board with what we're trying to do and and you've already got the quality, then it's it must be not easy, but it must be so much easier, um, easier to adapt and and kind of get on board with what Liverpool are trying to do, and especially with the kind of the um, atmosphere that we've got in and around the dressing room, the players that we've got they've there's a nice blend of players that have been there and won it all, and they can kind of tell the the, the other lads like how to do stuff. Like I saw like Trent discussing like um, about like how he's trying to tell the new lads how like the derby is like a massive thing, how they can um, how how to get used to it and how, what to expect, and those type of like anecdotes from those players are, are massive and in trying to and helping these players like adapt to what Liverpool is because it's already easy to easy to adapt to most clubs. I would say, but the fact that the the players that we've got and the manager that we've got and the the atmosphere we've kind of created over the last couple of years, I feel like it must be must be just such a nice environment to kind of just go straight into and, and be able to play your best game um, as quick as possible, really. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> you can look at what Klopp has done, you know, since he came in, but like you said, you know, if, if there's any players that come into us, they usually or, you know, they're most likely to, you know, develop and, and thrive in the way we play. There's only... You can argue it's only Keita that's actually didn't work out because of the injuries. We paid quite a lot of money for him. He has loads of football ability in him, but, you know, got injured and kept on getting injured, never got into the rhythm. And that was a little bit of a waste of, of money and, you know, position and all, all that kind of stuff, even though obviously he had an impact and won everything with us. But same with Thiago. But, you know, there's, just, there's also a question about, you know, maybe a little, taking a little bit of risk with an older player that already had, like, an injury record. So maybe they were all already aware of it, but they thought, like, he got that quality, we can still use him as a, you know, in, and, and as we did in the first time that he came to us. Now it's more problems. But if you look at everyone else, really, and even the youngs that we had in, in the academy, like Curtis Jones, you had brought in, obviously, Harvey Elliott from Fulham, and, you know, we've got Trent coming up and all. Everyone has turned out to be better. You can tell Robertson, you know, obviously coming from Hull, cheap, you know, a, a good left back, but no one that was talking about him in a way that we did just two seasons in in his Liverpool career. He was world class. So from just coming to Liverpool, getting on the club and his way of, you know, um, like mending you into player that you are supposed to be because you've got the talent, you've got the willingness and and and. And, and you want to sacrifice yourself for the way that he want to play and the, the way that he want to do things. And if you're on board with that, like you said, you know, Klopp is the perfect man. And everyone, like even when Salah and Mane came in, they were good players. They were like, obviously Salah came from the Premier League as a failure, went to the Serie A and then, you know, did it good, like very good, but not on the same level that he has since he came into Liverpool. And Mane was good in the Premier League for Southampton. Yeah, everyone can, you know, say, yeah, good player, but what will he do when he comes to us? Will he become better? Will he have the same standard? But he came, you know, up to world class as well. And same with Firmino playing under Rodgers. 
And then Klopp came in, and obviously from the time in Bundesliga, he already then, like, you don't know and understand how good this player is and developed him him into, you know, a, a very special and world-class player in the position he played. So from from everywhere on the pitch, everyone has become better and, and some have reached the world-class level. Some have just, you know, maybe uh, reached the great player level. But, you know, all together, it's massive. And that's why we also went to win everything that we did. Yeah, and hopefully we can... You know, the players that we're talking about can can reach that level by going and winning things. And I mean, where we are in the, in the league, no one's expecting us to win the league. But if we can keep our level and and remain around that area towards the end of the season, we know Liverpool have got enough quality <laughs> to 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 wit to beat anyone. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's it it is very exciting to think about how the season's going to go. And of course, if we can go all the way in the Europa League, then even better. And of course, the domestic cups that start. Um, soon we we'll even have more games to maybe blood some more youngsters and see what they're made of and see if they can make the step up as well. So, and it takes a couple of games for someone for some young kids to come in and do well. That then you start to think of them as part of um, the furniture in terms of first team lads because it happened to Kwanzaa. Uh, he was straight in and, and showed us what he can do. So it only takes a few good performances to to kind of you get a sense of. The, the, the right for the club and they can come in and, and do a job so I mean there's plenty of players that we've got that can fit that bracket and hopefully they can crack on and, and, and do even more um, but yeah we'll I mean I can do another half an hour on Zobbersly alone but um, we, we, <laughs> we shall leave it there hopefully the Reds can can go and beat Toulouse tomorrow in a in a game that we like I said we can go five points clear so it's a, it's a big game in that regard where we can put a gap in between us and, and second place and yeah hopefully build a few more of the youngsters towards the end of it where we can Maybe when we're in those later games where we're resting um, players for an upcoming game against the Cities and the Arsenals and the Uniteds and other, other teams like that. Um, but yeah, we'll leave it there. Nice one as always, everyone for listening. We always say we appreciate it, but I'm always going to keep saying it because we really do. Um, and yeah, thanks to Christian. He's unfortunately back in Sweden, but we'll we'll do a petition to get him back over soon. Don't worry. Um, yeah, <laughs> nice one. Nice one, everyone for listening. Nice one to Christian as always, and we'll see you all very soon. Nice one. I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Copite Podcast. Network.